2: In my new book, With Mark Tim, mentor to Millions, you'll learn the repeatable framework I use in all my business ventures for massive success. Order at KevinMentor.com and get over $1,000 in bonuses. Head to KevinMentor.com. Welcome to the podcast. This is your host, Seth Green. Today, I am super excited to have Danny Decker with us from AutomaticMarketingMachine.com and the author of the book by the same name, The Automatic Marketing Machine. Either you have an automatic marketing machine or all you have is a job. Danny, thanks so much for joining us. Seth, thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Let's go back in time a little bit. How did you get started? Yeah, great question. So
1: all the way back in 2011 or so, um, I was just a couple years out of college working for a small business and um, the recession happened and... One thing led to another, and I decided to go out and start my own marketing agency. And so, you know, just a few years out of college, don't really know what I don't know at that point, you know, kind of kind of doing the hustle hustle and figure it out as you go thing. Um, I met uh, a guy who became a, a business partner of mine and, and a good friend of mine, and we started a marketing agency together. And long story short, the first couple of years... We were, we were learning as we went and um, around 2014 or so, we really kind of figured things out and we were able to scale up to seven figures pretty quickly. And um, three, four years ago now, in 2018, I sold my ownership in that and uh, I've launched the automatic marketing machine and, and, and kind of a few other projects.
2: Well, congratulations. I know the longer version of that story is probably in the book. If it isn't, it should be. So let's talk a bit. Congratulations on the success along the way. Who is an ideal client for your firm now? Yeah, so
1: we work with uh, small business owners, especially professional services firms. So a lot of uh, law firms, CPAs, mental health therapists, um, really any small business owner who is serious about creating marketing systems to really fuel the growth of their business in a consistent, predictable, scalable way.
2: All right. And what are some of the biggest mistakes we as small business owners and professional practice owners make when it comes to our marketing?
1: Yeah. So Seth, I know, I know, you know, you know, all this, but, um, talking to small business owners every day, um, the biggest kind of issue that I see consistently is really not even understanding how marketing is supposed to work. With the rest of their business, right? And when you ask the average entrepreneur, hey, what does marketing mean to you? You get, you ask 100 people, you get 100 different answers, right? And some people say marketing is all about having a great logo or having a great website or having the best location. And it starts, in my opinion, with just understanding that the purpose of your business marketing is to produce a steady flow of prospects into your business. Your marketing should produce a steady flow of qualified leads into your business that you can convert into customers, clients, patients, whatever it is that that you call your customers. And when you have that, when you have that steady flow of, of qualified leads into your business, everything changes, right? You can scale, you can hire, you can invest back into your business. But until you get there, you know, and the average small business owner, unfortunately, hasn't gotten to that point, life kind of sucks if we're being honest, right? Because you're kind of bouncing from client to client. And because you don't have that steady flow of leads, you don't feel that you have the ability to be selective, right? Beggars can't be choosers. And so if you don't have that steady flow of leads into your business, You find yourself with all sorts of pressure to just work with any client, any customer that comes through the door, whether or not they're a good fit for you. And you end up running yourself ragged, right? Because you can't build systems, you can't scale, and you're just kind of at the mercy of, you know, you're hoping that a client finds your business that day and you're going to get a paycheck and you'll be able to meet payroll next Friday. And so kind of circling back to answering your question, it's really about having an understanding and a vision Of what your marketing is supposed to do in the first place and then once you've got that vision once we're on the same page with what it's supposed to look like then we can have a conversation about strategically how do you build that out but for me it starts with the vision and and i just find that your average small business owner just actually doesn't even really have an understanding of of what marketing even should do for their business
2: i agree 100 percent. back you know wow has it been like 10 11 years Uh, Last time I was in, let's say, a local networking group like a BNI, and you say the word like automated marketing machine, and you get deer in the headlights, right? They don't necessarily – the average butcher, baker, candlestick maker, lawyer, doctor, accountant may not even know what a squeeze page is or a lead magnet is. So obviously I would hope that in the last 10, 11 years, the world's gotten a little, little bit more sophisticated, but I'm sure I could still find a dentist, a doctor, a lawyer – who says, what do I need? That web newfangled stuff. I don't know about that. So, you know, I remember meeting with an accountant um, who said, yeah, I think LinkedIn's a fad. So that was, you know, obviously not. So how do you bridge that technological sophistication gap when you take someone who has no idea what an automated marketing machine is? And is you're right, at the mercy of, does the phone ring today? Do I get a referral today? Does Sally at the front desk bring in her sister today and, I'm, and I can make payroll versus what it needs to look like to really be a well-oiled machine? How do you kind of bridge that educational divide? Yeah.
1: Well, you know what, Seth? So first off, I totally agree with you. But I I actually think that those of us in the marketing industry actually own a lot of the the blame for, for this, right? Because there are so many marketing agencies and marketing vendors out there who are frankly preying on Business owners and entrepreneurs who, who just want to be a dentist or just want to be a lawyer and they didn't go to school to learn marketing and they don't know this stuff and they want to believe that the people they hire to do their marketing know what they're doing and are going to do right by them. But unfortunately, we all know that that isn't always the case. And so, before I even get into a conversation about the technological divide, and, and again, Steph, uh, Seth, I know you would be on the same page with this, but the tools and the technology change every single day, right? There is always a new media. There's always a new social. I mean, two years ago, who knew what TikTok was, right? And now it's now but it's like
2: my kids were on Musically back then.
1: Yeah, right, exactly. And 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 now it's it's the hottest thing in in consumer marketing. And so, I think as as people who work in the marketing space, agencies or or trainers or whatever, we really owe it to business owners to, to help them get their head around the strategy before we just try to sell them the next tool. And that's one of the, the frustrations. And frankly, one of the things that motivated me to, to write this book and, and to do what I do is there are so many marketing people out there who are just selling tools. They're selling Google ads or they're selling LinkedIn and listen, LinkedIn is great in certain circumstances and it's not great in certain circumstances and Google ads and SEO it's, it works in some cases, it doesn't work in other cases. But marketing vendors don't ever pitch it that way, right? Because they just want to sell their clients on the next shiny object. And so honestly, we could talk technology all day and there's lots of, lots of great stuff out there. But um, my message to business owners would be don't actually get so hung up in the tools and the technology and the latest programs. Start by building that solid understanding of, 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 of strategy. And then we can go figure out the tools that are going to help you accomplish your unique strategy, right? Does that
2: make sense? It makes total sense. I agree 100%. The, me, the marketing boils down to two things. I know, I mean, you talk about this in the book. There's behavioral psychology, why we buy, the th- why we do the things we do, and there's math. And the math might change depending on the media platform of the week, whether it's TikTok, Facebook, Google, LinkedIn, SEO, direct mail, whatever. But the fundamental pr- principles of behavioral psychology do not change. Those are immutable. That's just human nature from hundreds of thousands of years of DNA and evolution and all that good stuff. So how do you take a business owner from I'm hoping the phone rings today and I got some leads from my networking group where I went to chamber of commerce or wherever to, Hey, wait, first of all, let's define what is an automated marketing machine. And then how do I get one?
1: Yeah, no, great questions. Um, so where we start is, is, is by defining the objective, right? And so one of the things we explain in, in the book is, the, the purpose of your marketing is to generate a qualified, a steady stream of qualified leads for your business, right? That that is that is the purpose. We're all on the same page. So step number one, which is something interestingly that your average business owner doesn't spend any time thinking about, is defining what a qualified lead actually is for your business, right? Let's say, let's say you own a law firm, right? What does a qualified lead look like for your business? Are you hyper-focused on family law? You know, one of the first things I would, I would share with, with any attorney is that you're going to be much more successful if you can kind of zero in on a specific practice area. So let's assume that we're all on the same page there. You're a family lawyer. Cool. You, you, you handle divorces. Well, it looks very different, for example, to handle a divorce between, you know, a high net worth, you know, spouse who is determined to fight tooth and nail for every penny versus somebody who may be getting divorced, but is looking for an amicable solution and is thinking about the long-term and wants to have a, 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 a good relationship with their spouse and their kids. And so those are two very different target profiles, right? And your average family law- lawyer is, is probably gonna gravitate towards one or the other. Like for whatever reason, that's who they would prefer to serve and that's who they built their firm to serve. And so sitting down and constructing A marketing strategy, creating content, creating video content, blogs, and all those sorts of things that are meant to attract the types of clients that you want to work with and keep everyone else away is really step number one. But it all starts with you have to have that conversation. You have to sit down and say, this is what a qualified lead looks like. These are the types of clients that I want to attract into my business.
2: Okay, so you just, in that value bomb that you just dropped, there was another value bomb. I don't know if everyone caught it, so I want to go back to it. You said, "I want my marketing to attract the right people and repel the wrong people." Most small business owners think I'm all things to all people, want to be everything to everybody. I know you say that means there's nothing to nobody. Why do we want to repel as much as we want to attract? Yeah, no, that's so
1: good, and and that is actually one of the things that we dive into in the book, which is that it's every bit as important that your marketing keeps the wrong people away as it is that it attracts the right type of, of, of people into your business. One of the this cracks me up, Seth. This is one of the one of one of my favorite sort of illustrations of this point. Um, think about, you know, all the email sort of like the Nigerian email scams, right? The emails that we all get every single day where it's like, hey, my uncle uh, you know died and has 70 billion dollars and, and he wants to give it to you, right? And Everybody knows and and thinks of that story as the Nigerian email scam. And yet I was just reading a study the other day that showed that something like 60% of those spam emails explicitly say that they are from Nigeria. And it's like, why would you do that? If if you as a scammer know that, you know, this is something that's going to trigger people and this is something that's going to keep them from thinking it's legitimate, why would you put that in your email? And the answer is fascinating. The answer is they know that only the most gullible humans on earth are, are going to, are good prospects for them, right? Because it takes them a long time once somebody opts in to the, to the spam email, it takes them a long time to go through the process to get their information and, 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 and perpetrate their scam, right? And so what they don't want to do is waste their time with somebody who's not quite gullible enough. To go all the way down the pipeline because they just wasted all these hours and they don't get any payoff for it so they intentionally make their emails so obviously spamming that it repels everybody except the most gullible people and that allows them to you know only waste their time only invest invest their time working with people who are likely to 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 be a victim so obviously i'm not telling you know we're not we're not pro spammers here but it's just a really interesting example of listen your marketing has to keep everybody else away. Otherwise you waste all this time trying to convert uh, leads that aren't good leads. And if you're successful in converting them, they end up blowing up your systems, right? Because they have unrealistic demands. They have unrealistic expectations. They're assholes to your staff, whatever the case may be. And so I always, I, I encourage people to come at it with that mindset. Your mark, it's as important to keep the wrong people away as it is to attract the right people because otherwise your systems get blown up and you can't scale your business.
2: Okay, so we've done over 700 episodes of this particular show, and this is the first one ever where we unpack the psychology of why scammers write obviously scammy emails. I love it. Not that I love that they do it, but I love that that we were able to apply marketing lessons, and I never thought about it that way before, so I learned something new, and that makes total sense. So we want to, I, I agree with you 100%, the bottom 20% of your clients cause you 80% of your headaches, right? We want to eliminate the people who are going to be high maintenance and difficult and impossible to please, because we all would love easy, happy clients, easy, happy staff, and everybody comes to work happy and goes home happy at the end of every day. So how do how do your systems pull that off?
1: Yeah, so... It it starts with lead generation, right? And once we've gotten real clear about the types of leads that we want to generate and who we want to attract into our business, the next step is to put out content and messaging and listen, don't get hung up on whether it's a TikTok or a blog entry or or a lunch and learn or whatever. The point is putting content out into the marketplace where you're getting real clear about the specific problems that your business solves for your customers. So, you know, let's stick with our example of a a, a family law firm, right? And a, a law firm that helps, um, couples get divorced. And so what the average family law firm does is spends a bunch of money on billboards where the lawyer is sitting there with their shoulders crossed, with their arms crossed, trying to look all tough, or they lead with, man, I went to the best law school. I've been practicing for 30 years. I'm so great. Look at me. I'm, I'm, I'm great. Well, the, the effective way and the way we teach in the book to approach this is you need to put out content about the problems that your clients are trying to solve in their lives. Like they don't give a shit where you went to law school, right? They, they are dealing with some really heavy stuff. Their relationship, their, their marriage is, is going South and they are seriously thinking about ending it and moving on. And, and, and so if you can put out content talking about, listen, maybe one of the big problems that they're facing is they have kids. And so they're really worried about how this is going to affect their kids. So what if you put out a video or a webinar or a blog talking about how to get divorced without screwing up your kids, how to get divorced without, um, how to get divorced and maintain a, a healthy relationship with, with your ex-spouse so that you can co-parent, how to get divorced without ruining your financial future. And when we start talking about the problems that the potential client or customer is actually facing, the things that are actually keeping them up at night, that's how you attract people into your business. Not talking about, listen, I went to the best schools. I've got thirty years of experience.
2: Absolutely, it needs to all be about our prospect, not about us. I agree, right or downer, hundred percent. Now you've achieved tremendous results for your clients over the years. Um, What does one of these look like when it's done right? Talk a little bit about kind of the transformation. Give me an example of a client, what they were struggling with when they hired you, how you delivered, and then kind of what the magical transformation was on the other side.
1: Yeah, so I'm not currently running a marketing agency, but I'll give you a story from, you know, a a few years ago um, when I was. And so at the time, we worked uh, pretty much exclusively with small law firms. And I have one client in particular who's uh, based in, in Miami, Florida. And um, at the time, he was kind of just brand new to running a business, right? There's a big difference between being a lawyer or being a doctor or being a dentist or being a financial planner and running a business, right? You're, you're, you know how to do the technical work. You're a technician, but you don't necessarily know how to do everything else for example, how to build a marketing system that actually, that actually works. And so we sat down with, with this client and, and got crystal clear on these are the types of clients he wants to attract. And these are the types of problems he wants to solve for his clients. And we sat down and um, helped him outline kind of a series of just educational resources. He's a, he's a guy who's really great on camera. And so we approached it as, uh, as, as a basically a video library right we helped him build this video library where he's just helping his clients his potential clients just identify and solve just simple legal problems right just bringing them value bringing them value bringing them value and saying by the way um do you want even more value around this give us your email address and we'll and we'll send you more right so very simple we're putting out content we're helping you solve problems and, uh, and then, you know, building trust, and now we're getting your email address. And now we plug you into drip marketing systems, right? We're, we're I'm a big believer in, in the power, and I know you are too, Seth, of, uh, of drip marketing, right? Email, print, and, and just staying in touch with people. And long story short, over, over a couple of years, you know, this guy went from somebody who was hustling at BNI, right? And we've all done the BNI thing early in the days of building our business, getting up at the crack of dawn and listening to 30 other people give their give their spiel. And, you know, he built his business that way. There's nothing wrong with that. But, you know, fast forward a few years and he's got a, a, a business that's probably around the $2.5 million mark right now. Um, and he's got a, a completely automated marketing system in place. He he frankly doesn't even have to do anything in anymore related to his marketing because he's got... He's got the content, he's got the, the drip systems, he's got the email, he's, he's got a machine working for him, and so his business is growing, whether he's in court, whether he's on vacation, whether he's in the office, um, and as a result, he's up to, you know, he was a solo when he started working with us, and I think he's up to 18 or 19 employees last I talked to him, and it's all because he, he has a, a marketing system, a marketing machine in place that gives him a steady flow of leads.
2: That is fantastic. Now, you're not running an agency. Now we can't hire you for that. Um, what do you want our viewers and listeners to go do to learn more about you? Yeah, so
1: we, myself and my business partner, have created, uh, we, we just wrote a book. It's called The Automatic Marketing Machine. It launches in April. I'm not sure exactly when this uh, podcast episode is going to air, but certainly the pre-sale will be available. So automaticmarketingmachine.com sign up, get the book. If you get the book before April 19th, we're going to throw in all kinds of really cool bonus content, worksheets, templates, really everything you need. The the objective, the reason we wrote this book is to give business owners the framework for how they should think about marketing and how they should begin building their marketing machine. So it's super practical, step-by-step, tons of educational resources, tons of, of free downloadable content that, um, Really gives them everything they need to put this stuff in place. So anybody who's out there knows they need their marketing to be more consistent. Know, knows they need um, need a, a steady flow of of leads so that they can really grow their business. Check out the book automaticmarketingmachine.com.
2: Awesome. This has been Seth Green for Sharkpreneur with Danny Decker from automaticmarketingmachine.com. Danny, thanks so much for joining us. My pleasure, Seth. Thank you. Thanks everybody for watching or listening. We'll talk to you or see you next time. Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service?